The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus said to the crowds, This is how it is with the kingdom of God. It is if a man were to scatter seed on the land and would sleep and rise night and day, and the seed would sprout and grow, he knows not how. Of its own accord, the land yields fruit, first the blade, then the ear, then the full grain in the ear. And when the grain is ripe, he wields the sickle at once, for the harvest has come. He said, to what shall we compare the kingdom of God? Or what parable can we use for it? It is like a mustard seed that when it is sown in the ground, it is the smallest of all seeds on the earth. But once it is sown, it springs up and becomes the largest of plants and puts forth large branches so that birds of the sky can dwell in its shade. With many such parables, he spoke the word to them as they were able to understand it. Without parables, he did not speak to them, but to his own disciples, he explained everything in private. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, good morning. Our gospel really talks about the hiddenness of God, the things that he does, his own will that happen. Uh, we participate, but we really have to look at the big picture to see it oftentimes. And really our uh, feast day today, uh, St. Angela Merici, Merici um, she was the foundress of the Ursuline orders, which we know really well. Um, years back, uh, many of us will remember Sister Kathleen and Sister Helen. Um, so they were with us for a long time, and we really saw a lot of what uh, the Ursuline sisters were about in really their focus in education. Um, so Sister Angela had a vision that God gave her about creating a company of women that he wanted to continue his work. And so after 500 years, 1,800 sisters, nuns, are in 37 countries on six continents. That's the hiddenness of God and what he does. That's a beautiful view of how he works. Oh yes, every day there is struggles and work and all that, but you see how that has endured, has grown. That really takes us to our first reading about enduring. Uh, so I looked at the, uh, the definition, English, let's not, let's not confuse the issue and look at some other language. Uh, English makes it uh, interesting enough. Um, the fact or power of enduring an unpleasant or difficult process or situation without giving way. As an adjective, and really we get the feeling of this, you'll see this, denoting or relating to a race or other sporting event that takes place over a long distance or otherwise demands great physical stamina, endurance. 
Really, the question for us this morning is, what are we each enduring? What is it that we are continuing to endure? That's not pleasant, but we continue to endure. That's really the message from our first reading. It's really the message of the gospel, too, because God's working in us this endurance uh, depending on what the prize is, the prize could be something that we're enduring for, or the prize could be large. It could be kids, a loved one, a loss, all those things that we're enduring that maybe the prize is far off. So it's not an attainable prize immediately. When we think of those types of situations where we're enduring, I think of Mother Teresa. That enduring that she had for really the thirst of Jesus for souls, caring for the poorest of the poor. In the midst of really people that had apathy for the dying, they didn't care. And she saw this every single day. And she just kept pouring herself out for this mission she was on. Sometimes maybe we feel this way too with our own enduring. Whatever it is that we have that we continue to endure with. And we try to find strength for. Well... Apparently, she had found a poem that she really liked, and she put it on an orphanage uh, that she had. And um, it's really a remarkable uh, poem. Um, it says, People are unreasonable, illogical, and self-centered. Love them anyway. If you do good, people accuse you of selfish, ulterior motives. Do good anyway. If you are successful, you win false friends and true enemies. Succeed anyway. The good you do will be forgotten tomorrow. Do good anyway. Honesty and frankness make you vulnerable. Be honest and frank anyway. What you spent years building up may be destroyed overnight build anyway. People really need help, but may attack you if you help them. Help people anyway. Give the world the best you have, and you'll get kicked in the teeth. Give the world the best you have anyway. That's a, that's a good way to live. Anyway, keep pouring yourself out. That's, that's what she did. But interestingly enough, she described in later lives that we read that she, was, she felt empty. She felt empty all the time. Now, the interesting thing was she kept pouring out. And where did she get filled back up? Who was filling her back up? She felt empty, but yet she had energy to keep pouring herself out. Well, she knew the power of the Eucharist. 
Jesus up here is, says he, he's going to pour himself out for us. And why is that? To give us this, even though we feel empty, really the ability to keep going anyway. That's what this is up here. This Eucharist is the strength for us to, even when we're empty, when we think we're empty, we have the ability to keep giving. Mother Teresa had this uh, quote. She said, if I can give you any advice, I beg you to get closer to the Eucharist and to Jesus. We must pray to Jesus to give us that tenderness of the Eucharist. That's what we're here. We have to keep reminding ourselves. We feel empty and we think, oh, I, I need to throttle back and not give myself. We need to give ourselves anyway. We need to endure. That's what the message to the Hebrews says. The prize is really the Eucharist to help us keep giving. That's the prize that we keep to get, keep giving because he fills us up. That's where the energy comes from. That's where our ability to keep giving even when we're empty. Let's stand and